0: Welcome to Edwards Beyond the Test, a podcast that goes behind the scenes of the flight test mission at Edwards Air Force Base. I'm Don Waldman from the 412th Test Wing Public Affairs. Test. These days, it's not just for the flight line. Across Edwards Air Force Base, there is an effort to bring the ability to test to all work environments. Our guest today is very passionate about this subject and is here to share what's happening with office-level tests and innovation, as well as the effort to inspire others. Well, it's my pleasure to welcome Master Sergeant Chad Hardesty. Thanks so much for taking my call.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on today.
0: Well, first of all, I have to congratulate you on your recent promotion to Master Sergeant. What an achievement. Congratulations.
1: Uh, Thank you so much. It it means a lot. And, you know, the extra stripe really is just an additional roof uh, to be able to take take care of the airmen across Edwards Air Force Base.
0: Well, currently, you're the executive non-commissioned officer to the 412 Test Wing Command Chief. We'll talk about that in a moment. But first, you've served in the Air Force for more than 12 years now in the security forces career field. What drew you to join and select that path? So back in
1: 2006, You know, I was working with my family, and, you know, it really dawned on me that what I was doing was not my passion. It wasn't my why, and I really, really wanted to figure out how do I wake up every single morning understanding that what I do is what I love and what I'm passionate for. And so I joined the Air Force, and Security Forces, for me, I loved being able to travel uh, to be able to understand security, integrated based defense, even as an early airman, those are things that intrigue me. And so I love the opportunity of being able to put myself first, hold myself to a higher standard as as a defender. That's what we do every single day. We're ambassadors for the Air Force. Every single day, a airman, an NCO, senior NCO, an officer, a civilian, or even a guest or a visitor, when they come to a military installation. The first person they see is a defender, and for that reason, that is what made me choose the path of being a security forces defender. It was having the ability to be able to be the first person they see. It was the ability to be first on scene uh, of a vehicle accident or a suicide idealization. Uh, just to name a few, and, you know, I could, that list is very long, but... As defenders, you know, when individuals sleep at night, they're able to sleep peacefully because the defenders are doing their job on a day-to-day. Um, and because of that, you know, even at Edwards, we are safe and secure, and we've had minimal incidents because our defenders are doing what they need to do on a daily day basis, and you see it across the Air Force. So for me as a civilian,
0: to see those things, joining security forces was the right move for me. So back to your current position, I have to say that I've never seen a more perfect match of an exec to a command chief, really. Both you and Chief Master Sergeant Ian Aisha, you've had a lot of drive together and passion for our Big A Airmen, and you're both innovators. It must be so exciting to work in this environment.
1: Man, I have been blessed with an amazing opportunity to be a command chief exec, something that I never thought in my career over the last 12 years that I would do two very close friends of mine were command chief execs at dover air force base um so that's really the first time i even took notice of what a command chief exec does to have the opportunity for chief ishen to even interview me as a defender and him having an intel background was uh was enough for me and you know it really started during the interview uh chief ishen asked me you know what can you bring to the table, you know, what can you do for me? And, you know, I told him, every single day you walk in that office, it is my job to understand you. Uh, It's my job to be able to put a smile on your face if you're looking down. And I promise you, there's very few days that chief comes in that office and, and is down. But, you know, it's my job to be able to speak for him when he's not around. So to have the opportunity to be able to make a difference across Edwards Air Force Base and in return across the Air Force, it has been an amazing, an amazing time over the last, you know, eight or nine months. I think people don't understand the value that a command chief team has. And, you know, it really does emulate family first. Uh, I spend more time with Chief Icen, and he spends more time with me every single day uh, than we do with our families. And so, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to be able to spend the time that I've spent with Chief Eisen. Uh, He has not only made me a better man, a better friend, a better senior NCO, but just an overall better airman. And for that, I'm super grateful. And it makes me going to work less stressful. Uh, I don't feel like I'm going to work when when I'm working as a command, command chief exec. I feel like I'm going to my second home to make a difference. And and really, that's really what we stand for every single day is how can we help airmen? How can we make a difference? And how can we be here every single day for them?
0: You know, shortly after you came up to the wing, we were hit with a COVID-19 pandemic. What has that changed for you in the work environment? And if you want to share in your personal life as well.
1: So COVID-19 hit when me and Chief Eichmann were actually down at uh, AFA, down in Florida, and then from Florida, he went on to Ohio for a conference. And you know, obviously, we had a lot of TDYs set up, and we had a lot of opportunities to take care of airmen, military, and civilians. But when COVID-19 really hit, it it honestly did change everything. We went from obviously went from HP Con Alpha to Bravo to Charlie very quickly, and for most people, we went to Mission Essential, and when I talk about taking care of airmen, it really made me and Chief take a, a deep look at how can we still take care of airmen on a day-to-day basis when we cannot physically see them. And so for us, it, it changed our dynamic. It, it made everything go virtually. So for us, instead of having meetings in the office, all our meetings went virtual. And so we were 100% committed to Zoom Webex, Teams, and all these different virtual platforms so that way we could speak to airmen. And every week we speak to airmen NCOs and senior NCOs across Edwards Force base through Zoom sessions uh, and any virtual means possible. Chief does a really good job at making sure that he is readily available on any platform. And so working next to Chief, I try to do the same. So whether it's Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Reddit or any gaming platform, we are making sure that we're available uh, and it really just comes down to reaching out to them and just checking on people uh so we are one hundred percent trying to make sure that we are here for them and that they know that. My personal life, I have a teleworking schedule, so I telework one, sometimes two days a week, and that has for me been a super positive because. I do work long days, and so it gives me the opportunity to not only work um, from home and check emails, but also step aside and maybe it's spend a little bit of time with my wife. Uh, today, you know, it was the ability for us to go on a drive, and, you know, today we're working on, a, on our budget tracker. So being able to do one thing with work and then also be able to give my wife a little bit of time, which normally I wouldn't have, I do think that is a positive. So I don't think COVID-19 is good in any means. But I do think COVID-19 has given a lot of people the ability to reconnect with family, friends, build better routines. So post COVID-19, I think how we operate in our lives will be a lot different and better moving forward.
0: And speaking of COVID-19, in just a moment, we'll talk about how it led to an exciting, innovative program you helped to develop. Welcome back to Edwards Beyond the Test. Our guest today is Master Sergeant Chad Hardesty, who is the Executive NCO to the 412th Test Wing Command Chief. Well, Master Sergeant Hardesty, as we just discussed, the onset of COVID-19 brought a huge change on how we conduct the business of Edwards Air Force Base. That applied to not only the flight test mission portion, but all other areas to include education and professional development. Now, to answer the need of that last part you were part of the effort to create something really exciting that came to Edwards. Tell us about the Quarantine University.
1: Man, Quarantine University was definitely something that was very unexpected. Uh, as we talk about COVID-19 in this conversation, you know, I, I previously mentioned that obviously everything went virtual. So we're in the dining facility, me and Chief Ayshin, we're talking to Airman Leadership School staff, and we talked about some ideas of being able to do education virtually. So we're going through different ideas. Chief Aysen has has gone through four or five different avenues of professional development platforms. I myself have gone through two or three different ideas of virtual platforms. And so it really was a blessing in disguise, and I really do believe that the Air Force put me and Chief together um, because we were headed down the the same path. But I I think it took me and Chief – uh, and our other teammates, uh, Chief Barnshaw and Texar and Fabian Guzman, to be able to make this happen. And so Quarantine University was a grass grassroots effort. It was something that we had the ability to say, how can I bring everybody together to one platform to be able to share ideas, network, and still provide ed- educational value? So me and Chief came in. Into work on a Tuesday morning, uh, the schedule was clear for about the first three hours, and so we looked at it and we said, "Hey, quarantine university, let's make it a thing." And so we went to Facebook, we created a group, we created the images, we crowdsourced some resources that we thought were initially great to kind of uh, build, build on for the site and what people would enjoy initially, and at. After three hours, it was about 11 a.m., Quarantine University was alive. We invited all our military friends. And before you know it, the first couple of days, we were averaging 2,000 people a day.
0: That is so awesome. I am a follower of the QU on Facebook. I'm very impressed by the large variety of opportunities that are available to both active duty airmen and civilians alike. You have a lot going on.
1: We we do have a lot going on, and it's awesome to see that not only airmen are getting value, but civilians. Uh, because if you look across the Air Force, we say it every single day, even though you're a civilian and you, you're a DOD employee, you are an airman. If you work for the United States Air Force, military, civilian, we are all airmen, and I love the fact that our airmen and civilians are taking care of each other, and really that's what's going to get us through
0: COVID-19. You know, as time goes on, and, and we put this pandemic behind us, what do you see as the future of the Quarantine University?
1: So I, I see the future is not going to change for Quarantine University. I think Quarantine University uh, has become a thing. I don't think it's just for the quarantine. I think the quarantine happened, and it, would, it was able to give us this platform but post post quarantine people still are on shift work people are still on vacation uh people still aren't able to attend these physical classes and you have to understand is that air force is just not an Edwards thing uh we have bases all across the nation we have 59 around 59 bases stateside uh and we have another you know 20 or something bases around the world uh all over so this allows anyone across the world, across the force to be able to teach a class and then share it to everybody across the Air Force. You can't do that physically, but virtually you can. And Quarantine University allows that. So I think people are going to take advantage of being able to connect with anybody across the Air Force, um, civilian or military. Uh, And I know I say Air Force because it's AF Quarantine University, But we have people from the Navy. We have people from the Army. We have people from the Marines on there. So I think this is just only going to get bigger. uh, And it's really going to be a great joint effort. And I'm excited that the leadership up top is buying in and letting people know that, hey, we support this, and we want you guys to utilize this platform. So Quarantine University is not going anywhere. It will only get better, and we will only grow through everybody's experiences.
0: Well, that's awesome to hear. Do you want to give us the Facebook uh, web address so people can find it online? Yes, if you have not found Quarantine
1: University, it is go to Facebook, type in AF Quarantine University, and you will find the group, and we will accept you uh, through, a, through a couple questions,
0: and, uh, and check us out. We're excited. Well, still on the topic of innovation, when I first met you before the pandemic, we were talking about your viewpoints regarding test. Now, of course, flight test is why we're here. You, but you're of the opinion that it is test. Test also belongs across the installation. What do you mean by that? So, you know, obviously, Edwards Air Force Base
1: is known for, you know, NASA running some big tests and airplanes and aircraft, different aircraft that we have at Edwards Air Force Base. Ever since, you know, the beginning of Edwards, that has been what we've been known for. Uh, We test things with aircraft and other different things within maintenance, and that's really what we've been known for. What people don't understand is that, you know, Edwards is being known now for testing all over the place. Uh, We're testing body cameras for the Department of Defense over in security forces. We're testing GPS trackers over in security forces. We're testing things in medical Uh, Even with COVID-19, our makerspace, we're testing things over there like masks for COVID-19 that's getting highlighted across the force. Uh, EOD is testing things out for their career field. So Edwards is known for testing aircraft, but I want people to know that we're a test base. And so not only are we testing on the flight line, We're testing in offices all over.
0: Well, there's a huge spirit of innovation across Edwards. And, you know, a lot of people have great ideas. But with our demanding work schedules, how are the employees finding time to do this? Are supervisors now writing this into their work plans? Do you see a trend in more supervisors giving employees time away from their primary duties to to devote to test and innovation like you're talking about?
1: So this is where I see COVID-19 as a positive I think COVID nineteen has allowed a lot of these airmen, uh, Big A across Edwards Air Force Base, to be able to work on some of these innovations that they wanted to work on before, but they couldn't because their time was limited. I do see supervisors allowing airmen to be able to work on innovations. I do see civilian leadership allowing their their individuals within their work centers to be able to work on some of these innovations and to be honest, we have to understand that if you want something to happen, it's not going to matter if time is limited. You're always going to have time. There's 24 hours a day. So I think these airmen are relentless. They're willing to do whatever it takes to be able to make their idea a thing. And so, you know, whether it's waking up early, whether it's taking time during lunch, whether it's staying have to work a little bit longer, or maybe it's going home and telling your, your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or girlfriend saying, "Hey, I want to spend time with you. I would love to bring you in on this idea and work with you so I can do this with you and, uh, and finding by any means necessary, finding the time to be able to make it happen.
0: What are you and others doing to help motivate this mindset within the office environment?
1: I think it, it starts really with building a culture. You have to build a culture of, hey, we can always do something better. And understanding that you're not always going to be successful, there is going to be failure. But when you have failure, you're able to learn everything that you did wrong. And so allowing a culture of failure, allowing the culture to be innovative and say, hey, we can do anything that we want to do. We just got to be able to put the right minds and the right teams together to say, hey, we have a problem. We want to do something about it and, and making it better. And so, you know, we we talk innovation, and, that, and that's the buzzword. But, you know, there's other things about it. It's, you know, CPI, continuous process improvement. There's innovation. Um, there's additive manufacturing. There's design thinking. There's all these different things that you think about when you think about innovation. And it's really just sitting down with your team and saying, hey, you know, we have a problem. We want to fix it. Um, and putting putting your minds together and doing it. And that's what you're seeing across Edwards. That's what you're seeing across the Air Force is airmen aren't allowing no to be the standard. Um, they're saying, hey, cool, I know I'm getting no over here, but I'm going to go over here and make it a yes.
0: There's something new on base that can help facilitate a work environment for folks that may not have all the tool sets and things like that. And you mentioned it earlier, the makerspace areas. Sergeant Hardesty, tell us more about these spaces and what they're used for.
1: Oh, man, makerspaces are awesome. So, you know, we have Tech Ed, we have uh, one or two makerspaces across uh, the base. And a makerspace is a place where airmen can go and, and learn how to be innovative. They can learn 3D printing. They can learn uh, T-shirt printing. They can learn wood cutting. And we have all these different computer programs where, you know, hey, I want to learn how to do this. This place allows all the resources for me to be able to do that. Also, it's a networking piece because Edwards is so big that I may never meet somebody in maintenance that has the 3D printing skills that I need to be able to make my idea happen. But because we have this makerspace and we have a tech ed, I now can go over there and say, hey, I have this idea. And you have subject matter experts in all these different areas that if they can't help me, they know somebody that can. So the networking piece and being able to connect with Airmen across the base in one place, that's what makes makerspaces so great.
0: While Master Sergeant Hardesty has a passion for innovation and test, he also has a great passion for people and helping others. We'll talk about that next. Welcome back to Edwards Beyond the Test. Our guest today is Master Sergeant Chad Hardesty, who is the Executive NCO to the 412 Test Wing Command Chief. Well, Sergeant Hardesty, you are a very positive and motivational person. Recently, you told me that something very dear to you is being able to help others, even if it's one person every day.
1: Yes, yes. If anybody knows me, my philosophy is that if you help one person every single day uh, over the year, that's 365 people. This year would be 366 with it being a leap year. And that's a phenomenal feature. People don't think about it. You know, you should never pass on the opportunity to be able to help somebody, whether it's physically, whether it's dropping some positivity, um, or even just a a hello, hey, how's your day going? You never know what somebody is going through. So that is something that I try to spread to airmen every single day is never pass on the opportunity to be able to help somebody out because it really can make a difference in somebody's day, which in return can be changing their week, changing their month, And overall, changing their life. And so I know that's a stretch to some people, but I really do believe that one moment can change somebody's life.
0: Speaking of helping, you know, at the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, there was some confusion, concerns among us all. But there you were at the commissary and other places helping people figure out social distancing and, and keeping a safe environment. What was that like at the beginning of that?
1: Man, so th- that was phenomenal. And, and you know, back in the day as a, as a young airman at F.E. Warren Air Force Base, I was a bagger. I did that. They allowed airmen to bag to, to make a little extra money. So, I wasn't new to the bagging. I know that cold items got to be separated and your cans got to be in one bag. And and the baggers over our commissary are phenomenal. They're they're showing up every single day. I know we talk about first responders and the people that are doing the day-to-day, but those baggers have not left. They're there every single day jobbing it. And so being chief, you know, our brand is taking care of airmen, military, civilian, and so there is no job that is beneath us. And so when we heard that the commissary, like any other grocery store, was seeing an influx of people and, you know, they needed help. So me and Chief, we grabbed our masks, we went over there, we bagged groceries. You know, we were over there a couple of days a week at the start of COVID-19. We're grabbing grocery, grocery carts and bringing them back. And so we wanted people to know that even though there's a pandemic, like we're here to help. And we're hoping that other leaders, um, whether you're an A1C or, or a chief, that, hey, we're doing this, we want to see you out here too. And, and not necessarily grabbing grocery carts and bagging groceries, but, you know, if there's a need somewhere and you're not doing nothing, go out and help people because at the end of the day. We're a team and we're family.
0: You know, that brings to mind something else you said to me not too long ago. You said, it seems at times there's a shortage of helpers. And, you know, like if you help Edwards, you help the Air Force. I remember you said that to me, and it was quite a strong point. What are you trying to do or doing, rather, to try to improve that situation?
1: Man, so I think Quarantine University is a a big effort. uh, That really stands for helping Edwards, helping the Air Force. Uh, quarantine university was started out of edwards to help edwards airmen and in return it was able to help out the air force a big void that we had with professional development and so i look at as it, if it anything we do it's initially to help airmen across edwards air force base but i hope that it doesn't stop there it, i hope it helps people across the force and That would be my message for anybody in the Air Force. When you're doing something, I don't care what base you're at. Initially, you want to take care of the people around you, but there are so many great innovations. There's so many great ideas. There's so many great processes that if you're doing something at Kadena Air Base, don't let it stop there. Spread it across the force. Allow others to be successful off your idea and your innovations. So don't just make the people around you great. Make everybody across the force
0: great. Sergeant Hardesty, you have another form of outreach that um, I think is awesome. You have a podcast of your own. What is it called and, and what do you talk about on the show? Oh,
1: man. So, yes, I, I am fortunate enough to be able to, to finally uh, be able to, to push out a podcast uh, in 2020. So I decided to go with House Talk. Initially, the idea was to be able to talk about everyday topics uh within that you talk about within your house, you know, whether it's personally, whether it's professionally, and my ultimate goal was to be able to develop you, develop myself within the own confines of my home. That's really where house talk came from. And, you know, it's kinda grown and it's had a, a bunch of different directions and with COVID nineteen, what it's done is is allowed me to interview airmen from, you know, Airman basics, all the way up to, you know, chiefs at all levels across the Air Force. And so what House Talk has really brought to the table is storytelling. And storytelling to me is an art, and it takes years and years to master, as you would know. And and obviously, I'm light years away from that. But I understood that there was a void. Uh, Just like Quarantine University, uh, House Talk provides storytelling. I am bringing people across the Air Force onto House Talk and then sharing it so other people do get to hear chiefs from Kadena Air Base or 2nd Air Force or 5th Air Force or the Pentagon or Edwards Air Force Base. These are opportunities for people to hear a message of leadership um, personally and professionally from people that they don't get to see every day. And that's really what House Talk provides.
0: Master Sergeant Hardesty, well, I can't thank you enough for coming on our podcast and sharing your story with us. And I look forward to hearing your show and, and also visiting Quarantine University as much as possible. Um, you know, here at Edwards, everything we do is in support of the warfighter and the innovative efforts by you and others is a huge, huge help toward that. What does it mean to you to be at the center of the aerospace testing universe?
1: Man, Dawn, I will tell you this. When I came here, it didn't, it didn't mean anything. I didn't even know what being at the center of the aerospace testing universe meant, but I will tell you now that my life, my personally, professionally, my career uh, has evolved and changed so much understanding what that means. And, you know, test has not only been a word to me, but it's been a part of my growth as an airman. And so being the center the aerospace testing universe, I would not be the person I am today without it. So I am super grateful for Edwards and everything that is done for me. And I think if I had one piece of advice for everybody is that if you get a chance to come to Edwards, please do so because it will show you that failure is okay. And that's one thing that I think we need to learn across the force is that you can fail, it's okay. Because with that failure, you're going to see so many successes beyond that. Because you learn more from failure than you do from success.
0: Many thanks to today's guest, Master Sergeant Chad Hardesty, for taking time out to share his story and taking us beyond the test. We invite our listeners to submit their suggestions for future episodes by sending us an email at beyondtest at 412TW.US. Thanks to all for joining us. I'm Don Waldman for Edwards Beyond the Test.